Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from Acosta Pond. It is a resident revived god of quips. DL, how are you, mate? <laughs> Dude, it's going to be a tough... It's really hard to say. It's going to be a tough day to be a god of, <laughs> a god of quips, for sure. I'm push through this one. It's going to be one of those ones. We poured, uh, we poured a whiskey before for this uh, one. We had to. Yeah. Nice gentleman's did. jack. <laughs> There's nothing wrong We're with not- we're definitely not um, sponsored by them, unfortunately. Please. <laughs> I would like to be, if they <laughs> wanted to sponsor us. Please do. How are you, mate? What's happening? Oh, man. Good. Just a uh, crazy long, long week, but we're at the end of it, having a whiskey, talking about- Talking trash? The, yeah. The DCU. Spoilers. <laughs> so I'm- Yeah. I don't, is that why I'm drinking the whiskey? Do I need a whiskey to prep, or is it because I'm excited? It's definitely a middle you ground know, that I'm not entirely sure about. It's, it's, a, it's a Venn diagram. Yeah. Nobody really knows with, <laughs> DCU, what you might be in store, so. Well, I guess you are able to make your own mind up. But before we get in it, there will be time codes in the description. And we want to say up top, thank you. Thank you, friend of the show, Matt. Uh, Mr. Matthew Bliss of blissery.fm for editing this and last week's episodes. Visit info at blissery.fm or blissery.fm for his fantastic services. Um, he's a pod pro. He also has his own podcast, uh, Drop Dead Pod. And there'll be more info at the end of the show. That's the first time we've ever done like any sort of ad. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a milestone. I know. That is a friggin' milestone. Mate, I'm good. Thank you for asking. I appreciate when you ask me how I am. I'm, I'm yeah. wonderful. Thank you. I'm I doing great. I didn't want to interrupt your Cook, spiel. Cooked you dinner? Yeah. I, I do feel very loved right now. Always. Very wined and dined. You what are you going to do place? to me after this? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch yeah. Black Adam. Yeah, please, God. <laughs> Please God, no! What's, what's the worst thing I could think of off the top of my head? I'm like, uh, oh. I don't know, man. I've been, I've been good. I, I, I've been uh, watching random, random stuff. To be honest, yeah. What have you been up to? What have you been watching, buddy? Uh, obviously, HOD episode nine. Very different episode nine. Do you want to talk about it? Than our typical Game of Thrones episode nines. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't you say? Yeah. It, it, oh, compared to the the Thronesian era, of which I think is good. Like they're like, TV. fuck you. We're not held to this. It's very different. Yeah, it's which I like. They're like, fuck. Fuck off, Game of Thrones. <laughs> We're going to do our own thing. I actually really appreciate that. I didn't want it to be the same. I, if it was, I wouldn't want them to do it just to do it, right? And it doesn't feel like this story, you know, that was, it didn't feel like the, it's a different kind the of story. beats were going to make sense for it to be that way. So I think the big, almost epic thing that happened was in the eighth episode when you saw Old Mate's face. That was the big epic thing for me. I think the last two before this one have had pretty epic moments. Big time. So it's like, I was kind of cool for a little bit of a transition episode. Spoilers for House of the Dragon yeah. from now on out. Yeah, I mean, like, there's like, if you, if you don't know, this is about two Har- Targaryen houses going to war. So it's oh, not yeah. really, you kind of know where it's going. It's like the old, uh, you don't really know all the details. It's like the prequels. Yeah, but we know he ends up as Vader. So where else <laughs> no. could it go? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have maybe predicted that part. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I would have. I don't know. But uh, yeah, anyway, I watched that. I've been watching the new Rick and Morty. Actually, I was watching the new Rick and Morty, and then it referenced like an old episode of Rick and Morty in one of the episodes. They do that in those recent ones. Yeah, they've been so doing a lot of those like, just I so really you, like it. I mean, it's helpful, but it also takes away the mystique of like, you know, is this canon or is it not? Maybe get, that's yeah. part of what they want to do. Fair point. Maybe they're trying uh, to get away from that. And I, yeah. I, I feel at the same time, though, as well, like it being self-referential is like such a Rick and Morty thing to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. I like that they often call out like the episode as well. Like, oh, do you remember that episode that time? And you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember that. Or I'm like, no, I don't. And I go back and rewatch it. 
So I've did, been, you, did you see the? Have you seen the episode yet? Um, only what, seen two or three. Okay, right. Have you seen the one with with the two bats? Well, that's like all. That's like the first three, aren't they? You'd know what I mean if you'd seen it. It's all right. If you, you mean when they're like full, uh, they hook up? yeah, yeah, so weird. The bit at the end where yeah. Jerry tries to sneak into the Jerry Burry <laughs> so he can try test it. I was like, what on earth is happening in this show? I felt so uncomfortable in that episode, <laughs> big time. Yeah, the whole way through. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I don't know, but. I've, but then, but then that's very Loki. Do you remember Loki, the TV show we watched, where he ends yeah. up hooking up with himself effectively? Kind of, but not not. Apparently, some of the writers from Rick and Morty wrote some of the Loki stuff, so you can see where it came from. The multiversal the portal incest. stuff, yeah. The incest—it's <laughs> all there, baby. <laughs> he knew where this was going. Um, I watched a cool thing this week. And did you watch? I'm going to go against the grain here. Uh, a lot of people have been giving it shit, but I watched the final episode of She-Hulk. Now I'm not going to go into it because I know you haven't watched it. I actually really quite enjoyed it. It was different. It was very different. Very self-referential again. She, we've talked about this before. She breaks the fourth wall all the time. Mm. And this is very much a case of she basically goes to the camera and says, why are we doing a big CGI ending? This isn't how my show should work. And then it all unfolds from there. It's, I liked how it played with the tropes and called Marvel out on a few things. It's good. It's interesting. Okay, I'll take it. I mean, it's like, let's see if they take their own advice. Well, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> No one. It feels DC like, certainly didn't. It feels like no one can. That's what I'm saying. It's like God. You don't need this battle that no one wants oh my to God. watch at the end. That's well. Com- watch it. Give it. Give it. Even if you just watch like the last episode, mm-hmm. like you don't really even need the context. To be perfectly honest, you just kind of go. No, if I watch it, I'll just watch it. Yeah. Okay. It's only watch it. Nine episodes, maybe. Only nine. Yeah. That's a lot. I was gonna say six, then I was like, oh, actually, <laughs> fuck, it's nine. It's only nine. That's a <laughs> fair amount. Um, it, was, it was good. Like I don't think it deserves all the hate it's getting online. Okay. I'm going to have a spicy take. Uh, I didn't know it was getting hate, but I just feel like nothing in Marvel is really loved right now. Yeah, I, look, it's it's a sitcom. Like, that's what it is. Like, it is a, it's all like a legal comedy. That's what it is. It's okay. not your classic Sorry. Marvel multiversal breaking. Attorney at law. I mean. Attorney at law, baby. Adds up. <laughs> and Tatiana Maslany, great as that character. Okay. Really good. But then it falls into that kind of Hollywood trope of, Oh no, this very attractive woman who is a very high powered job, clearly very rich. Oh no, she can't somehow find a boyfriend. You're like, really? It's it's like, do you remember when we talked about Cat- Reckon she could have. Do you remember when we talked about Catwoman? It was a case of like, oh, she wore baggy clothes and put bad makeup on and yeah. she's terrible looking all of a sudden, Halle yeah, Berry. Yeah, yeah. It's still Halle Berry. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does fall into that trope yeah, a little yeah. bit. It's fair. What else have you been watching? Uh, only this this show called The Watcher. Okay, uh, it's on Netflix. It's uh, my partner's pick because she's been having to like having to watch Game of Thrones. But, Deal like, with it. She likes Game of Thrones. I but bet she does. She's been it. having to watch Lord of the Rings. That mm, one is fair. Okay. Yeah, and so I I gave her a show. It's interesting so far. It's just about like you gave her a show. This people, <laughs> people <laughs> usually that means I'm watching some reality stuff. So I like yeah, it's, it's it's a tough sell. It's about I don't know what is it about. It's like this neighbor these guys moving to this house and, there's, and somebody's messing with them and it's kind of in a creepy way Ooh. and it's like kind of a like psychological thriller they don't know who like in the neighborhood that. it is and it's like this old old house they're like is it actually haunted is this just some weirdo it's kind of interesting so far we talked about psychological psychological horrors last week i liked i like psychological horror i, I feel like they're i find that significantly scarier than like jump scares so that's interesting to me i'd love to know like what's the vague premise of it? the vague premise as i it's got Naomi Watts, and I'm ah. trying to think of who the other guy is. Bobby Cannavale. You remember him? He's in a lot of stuff. If you see his him. face, you'll know. I'm going to put it up. Oh, oh yeah. 
Bobby, okay. Ca- Bobby Cannavale. He's, I don't recognize him. Really? I mean, I He's pr- in I probably, everything. I probably would. I'm going to put this on my watch um, list. What's the, the Watchers? The Watcher. I will put that on my watch list. A married couple <clears throat> moving into their dream home are threatened by terrifying letters no, from no, no, a stalker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, sorry. Can you do an epic guy voice, please? A married couple <laughs> moving into their dream home are threatened by terrifying letters from a stalker. Signed, The Watcher. Dun, dun, dun. The Watcher. I love it. I don't know if I recognize this guy. Dude, he's in everything. Oh, he's in Ant-Man. Yeah, I know who he is. I know who he is. He's in fucking everything. It just took a Marvel movie and I clicked in my head. But you'd recommend? Uh, yes. 6.79 BB. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as far, like, look, it's a good thriller. Okay. Nicole Kidman's in it. Oh, really? uh, Sorry, not Nicole Kidman. Uh, Naomi Watts. You see her butt at some point at 50. Still looks good. Oh, wow. Good for for Naomi Watts. You watch that highlight reel. You find it. I will find that highlight <laughs> just for this this episode. So I come back and tell you next week yeah, yeah. whether it was worth watching. It's also got Stifler's mom. Oh, <laughs> oh what's her name? In re- I, Jennifer I Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. She's she's pretty like big nowadays. She's done like I a mean, bunch of dude, TV she stuff. She was like, oh, I thought you meant like no. like large. No, come on. I was man. like, dude, this she's is a family she's friendly been, show. It's been a long time since fucking American Pie, man. Like, give her a break. <laughs> <laughs> And she was meant to be a cougar then. Like, oh, I mean, she's she's done a lot of stuff since then as well. Dude, I've I've done uh, a thing that I want to talk to you about that I think you'll enjoy. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save my move our movie of the weekend for for my last what I've been up to. But we watched a thing called uh, it's a Netflix doc docu series again. It's called Nobody Speak: Trials of the Free Press. Now, the reason I was sucked into this. In the first place, was sounds fucking nerdy. It's interesting. Let me let me frame this for you, right? So it suckers it suckers you in by saying this is the story of the Hulk Hogan court case. Now, do you remember a couple of years ago it all came out Hulk Hogan? There was this sex tape, and it was really weird, and it was with his best mate's wife, and it was all very odd. Do you remember this at all? I tr- I'm, I'm proud. Did to you say, blank on this? I'm proud to say no. Okay, right. And I'm also like, I was about to make the joke. This sounds like someone something that someone would watch in debate class. <laughs> but now so you. This- evolves it's really interesting because hulk hogan he takes a lawsuit out effectively against one specific company um called gawker media right and they own things like gizmodo and kotaku you've heard of kotaku they do all the stupid gaming news and interestingly we find out partway through that hulk hogan probably shouldn't have enough money to fund this you know he had that messy divorce with his wife because he was of course cheating on her probably you know it's all hearsay who knows at this point but and it turns out that he was so he was effectively being financed to go up against this this company, this Gizmodo, sorry, the Gawker Media, by a couple of billionaires or a specific billionaire who had beef with this specific journalistic mm. business. And it's all it, they basically build a story around our billionaires finding ways to silence journalism, and the business went they went out of business effectively they're no longer with us unfortunately so it's a case of if a billionaire if, if you say something bad about a billionaire in in press in journalism where people can actually see it they'll probably find a way to to take you out and if you got a billion bucks you can do a lot of it's it's real but it's real scary real scary stuff i'd, I'd recommend watching it. it's short it's not many episodes probably three or four and what was it called again debate camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> American Pie Debate Camp yeah. is what it's called, yeah. <laughs> it is called Nobody Speak, Trials of the Free Press. Ah. Recommend what It's a bit nerdy, and it's one of those things that you, I didn't watch it with the partner. She was away for- I wasn't actually long. thinking it was nerdy. It, was, it just sounded like Trials of the Free Press. I don't know, it just sounded kind of- Trials of the Free Press. I'm Batman. 
That's a good one. What what else have you been up to, buddy? Honestly, that's all. Oh, I re, I've been rewatching Archer. Oh, great. The last season because there's a new one out. I always do that with Archer, and I try to do that with Rick and Morty too. But um, this time you I, don't like Rick and Morty as much, do you? No, I do. I just I I just was actually it's the opposite. I was just super eager to watch the new season once okay. I watched it. No, I actually like I I think I was like kind of off them a couple weeks ago. Like oh whatever, but I, every time I watch it, I actually like it a lot. And then I then I like go into like you're a, like a seesaw. You're back and forth. No, you're I up am and down. Yeah. Well, because I I I do I do remember a season of Rick and Morty kind of just rubbing me the wrong way, being oh, okay. like, "This isn't as good as it used Probably to be." Probably the fifth one. It was the one with the dragon sex. Yeah, that was sixth one. That was yeah, weird. Was, fifth one. That was, it was weird. It was, it was so like I was like, like it's the fifth season. Syndrome, I was like this man, build up. You. I was like this build up like for it because it was so hyped, and I was like, "This whatever." Uh, but it's been good. Yeah. I really like the season. It's yeah, it's good. been good, and it's not too like world endy. Like not everything is the universe at stake again. I think well, <laughs> Rick's just been funny. Like Rick's and he's been, not always been the main character. Rick's been funny this uh, this season. Like though, when he walk, yeah, he has it. But like, just he's had some zingers. Like when he when they finally like save them from the like dimensional monsters that are attacking him, and he goes, "This emergency was overstated." Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was overblown, and then he just like sprays it. And it's like, yeah, he just <laughs> I like full on laughed out loud. So good. There's like, there was like three of those in episodes so far. There's, so. there's a lot more Jerry. I mentioned this last week in this season. That can be I good really or bad. Like that. that can be good or bad. No, I think it's. it's a good, I think it's a good thing. You'll see. You'll see. It's. I think as it progresses, you you gradually come to enjoy the juxtaposition of the two characters, him being obviously so intelligent and Jerry being so dumb. Mm. Like it, 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 it works nicely. Yeah. Do you remember the one where they went on the spaceship and they melded their minds for like a second that felt like an eternity? No, Because Rick tried remember. to shoot him. Oh man, that was a good episode. I don't remember. It's a good show. Long it story is. short. Uh, my final one, and I think you'll like this. I actually text you to ask you if you'd recommend we watched it over the weekend. So me and the partner who we sat, we were debating... Funnily enough, between a shit 90s movie, because, mm. you know, we love a shit 90s movie here. Our choices were either a razor with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, classic of the genre. It is just after his peak, though. He is just sort of like post fully like, you He's know, not as world dominating Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> or this movie, which is a Timothy Chalamet and Rob Pattinson and Joel Edgerton movie called The King. Yes. Now, I asked you because you've, I know you've seen it for a start. Mm. <laughs> that helps but also like it like i read the reviews and the reviews were a bit middling and i wondered what your thoughts on the movie were you know when you said that like i read the reviews before too and i'm wondering how much of my opinion was influenced by the reviews which i don't think usually is but mm. i do think it was a bit long and, okay and a bit slow do you okay. but I, I i did like it okay i just kind of thought it was like it never really was like edge of your seat kind of movie it was a good one to have on i don't think it needed to a be a bit hungover i don't think it needs to be edge if you see it though i thought it was and he it, got, it wasn't supposed to be and, he, and then the final like all right, I'm, we, i won't i won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen yeah. it but uh for me like there's a very battle of the bastards-esque fight scene in it and it was really compelling and really like uh like real like it just felt as if you know they'd done the research like no, it was, it, it was a good movie. I don't mean to say it was bad. I was just like, it's like as far as A24 movies go. Um, it's an A24 movie? Yeah. I didn't even realize. Uh, I'm, They're our favorite, man. A24, yeah. baby. Bring them. Bring them every week. I think it's not like not their best, but it's not like, they're, it's not terrible. I wouldn't be surprised if they bought yeah. it. Point being, well, that's what Jamie was always saying. That's what like, I'm, yeah. uh, I, I would say that like it's, it's a pretty good movie. Just like kind of never really like understood why it all mattered all that much like that was my well, it was the battle of agincourt which was a huge victory for the english against the french in english 
I'm not going to get into this. No, I, in I get the back, it. In the backstory of England. <laughs> I get it. It, it is was, canon. It is canon, though. Yeah, I tell you that. It is canon. For one thing. It, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Like, and, and there was a strong message of, like, was it worth it? And, like, yeah. There was a strong uh, message of, was it worth nah. it? There was a strong message of, sins of the father. Are you just following the same footsteps? All that stuff. And I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I genuinely thought it was uh, a, a realistic feeling take on that, that era. And the one thing I'm going to say to you for the first time. Hmm. There were really good British accents in this. <laughs> like, Who? so good. Timothy. So good. T- Timothy's was, like, a bit overhyped, but there's a character who was called uh, Hotspur, the the young Hotspur kid who gets stabbed in the neck really early on. Great Northern British accent. Like, perfect. Mm. Like, when you when you hear, like, Ned Stark talking like this, and you're like, oh, yeah. Like, that's Northern, yeah, but that's, that's like... That's his actual accent, though. No, that's a that's way overhyped. That's too much. Where, but that is that is how he but talks. The guy, the guy <laughs> in the show, like actually sounded like a northerner. I was like, oh, this is what English people actually sound like. Great, cool, great. Even even Joel Edgerton sounded English. He's Aussie, right? I don't know. He's in a lot of good stuff. Though. I really the, like. I guess him. the one thing I didn't like, I thought he would be more involved in it, and that kind of put me off. He was like, he was I in, like, it, and yeah. then he was out, and then he was back. I th- I think he did as much as he needed to for the plot. And that's really right. Ra- yeah, maybe that's it. Like the plot was just super simple. It was really. It was a really simple yeah. plot. Like I was just hoping there'd be a little. But I guess it's like a historical biopic. I'm, I'm real surprised because it was more about the politics of Timothy Chalamet's character not wanting to do all this stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that, that was like half the movie was him not wanting. to Yeah. Do well, shit. That, I love that. I was like, dude, I, can we get I, on I can't it? believe you didn't love that. I did. I liked it. I just like I thought there was like you know You're such a ball of contradictions. Sometimes I don't no. know where to go with you. It's just like that's why like I like my medieval fantasy, not like my. <laughs> medieval history because like actual medieval Very history is a bit like a bit boring it's like yeah. there's missing one dragon yeah. you know or something it does need a little bit of something something yeah. like a, little, a bit of magic little spice little, i don't know it's just missing something. maybe some elves in there yeah. just thrown in for the fun of it. we could do our own story here yeah we like to move on to our next segment where we talk a little bit about the news and we call it have you heard now dl i'm gonna get another whiskey before we talk about this dl have you heard this week Dune Part 2, it's pushing ahead, baby. It's coming. And reportedly... Reportedly! Reportedly! It will hit theatres on November the 3rd, 2023. Sick! Wait, really? That's soon. You'd expect the production's way down the line. That's actually crazy, yeah. Yeah, like, as in, are they filming it right now? I did not realise they were filming right now. Must be. I mean, you just used to getting all those guys together. I mean, I'm actually really stoked that they he's getting a chance to finish his. So stoked! Is it a trilogy? I think it's it's planned as a a, a dual film, so two films. Okay. Duopoly. What's what am I saying here? Two films. Oligarchy. It's it's planned as two films, and I think he wants to create a third to expand the story. Whether he will or not, different conversation. That's a, that's bold, man. Real bold. But if it goes well, I mean, like the first one, I, I actually trust him now, so I don't go like whatevs. The first one, like, who knows if it made money because it went straight to HBO Max, I believe. I mean, it was COVID. Can I be honest, though? Like, HBO Max is the only one I would... It Like, it's funny because I live in we live in Australia. We can't pay for it. We get that awful. Yeah. It's the only one I would pay for. Oh, really? Like, not the only one. Sorry. It's the <laughs> top one I would pay for. Yeah, okay. If I was forced to pick. If you were doing and a, hi- I can't a hierarchy. Eat, and I can't even pay for it here. The hierarchy. Because they've Fox stuff somewhere. Don't you think? It's, it is, it's a bit spread out over here, right? Yeah, but I, I guess, like, my point is, like, if you didn't have Binge. Oh, if you didn't have Binge, I would be devastated. And it was, like, you know what I mean? Because basically everything that's Binge is basically HBO. Yeah, some, like you say, some of it does go to Foxtel, I think. Yeah, there's a anyway, couple of things. It's, look, it's probably, 
been one of my top five movies of the last like i guess my point is they just think i think it just adds to the like even if they didn't make money it's just a big hitting thing to put on there and be like you know interestingly and this is very australiana so anyone who's not australia shouldn't give a shit about this but there is a streaming service over here called stan and for the most part it just has a lot of the british tv shows so i feel very at home on there to be perfect no it does. I we've been and, and none of them, none of them are. It doesn't tend to have a huge amount of really good stuff outside of that. But recently, they've really put a bunch of money into getting some big titles in there in terms of movies. Talking and I've been like, Bali, huh? Bali, Bali, the movie. Bali. I've never <laughs> about the. That's what my partner was watching. <laughs> I haven't Sorry. seen that. It's just like about the Bali bombings. Anyway. Oh, really? That's okay. interesting. No, it, it's apparently very bad. Don't, oh, wow. don't, don't watch okay. it. Well, they have some good stuff. And I was checking out the other day. And they've also got this function that Netflix really, really needs. I actually think they've been trying it recently because I've seen it a couple of times. It's it's uh, like a similar to functionality. Have you ever seen that? So you click on something, let's say a razor. I've already called that out once today. You click on a razor. And then if you don't fancy actually watching a razor, underneath it has like a list of other ones you could watch instead. So other Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, twins. <laughs> Commando. Freaky Friday. Yeah. What other Arnold Schwarzenegger movies are we going to butcher here? Terminator, Freaky Friday obviously. is just like kind of twins, isn't it? No, not Freaky Friday. What's what the one with the... Par- what's the parent trap? Twins. Is, is that an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? No, but twins. Oh, all right. I thought you were saying like things that are like twins as in like No, things that are twins. like a razor, not like twins. <laughs> <laughs> I said twins is the first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that came to my Ah, uh, sorry. I haven't seen any of those movies. Uh, I don't like... Terminator 2. I do not like... Yes, it's probably the only Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I can guarantee you. Is this a spicy take coming out here? I don't think I enjoy watching movies that he's in. Well, they're all very 80s, aren't they? This is too much for me. I feel like Terminator 2 has got just like a place in my brain that's slightly aside and above everything else. Not not many movies reach that sort of level in my head. I just think he pulls me out of like any basis of like realism. Like he's just not a real person. Come with me if you want to live. He's just not real. Like, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's not ridiculous. a real person. No, he's not. <laughs> the Predator though, we've talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think you need we need to watch that as a, a movie so, you've Well, again, seen. I've seen the original Predator if he's in it. I just vaguely, I vaguely remember. He is fantastic yeah. in that movie as well. Like, that's one of the ones. Fantastic. Peak like, Arnie. On. We're talking about an 80s fantastic. movie. No 80s movie is fantastic, for the most part. Yes. We got some good correspondence, actually, about about last week's podcast, uh, where we talked about Apocalypse Now. Call out to last week's pod. It was, we got some lovely feedback, and I will share it with you okay. at the end of the show. Uh, have you heard this week, DL? Harrison Ford's apparently joining the MCU. Really? The oldest, grumpiest man alive. Did you hear about this? I mean, it's probably like, fuck, the Harrison Ford estate could use some cash. Like, I don't know. He's, like, why would he do it? Well, he's, he's pretty loaded. Well, I mean, let's be honest, right? He just needs money to buy more plane licenses and weeds. So that's his life right now. He just smokes and flies airplanes. Really? Yeah, that's his life. And he's grumpy in interviews about Star Wars. Fucking hates like, Star Wars. Like, he just Wars. doesn't want to be a part of it. He hates that. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't want anything to do. I mean, he's had it since the 70s. People have been like, yeah. why do you think about if the Millennium Falcon went... He's like, I, d- I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, why wouldn't you be? That's like 50 years. I don't know. I, like, if something made me like that, I'd probably have a little bit of respect for it. For 50 years? Yeah. I think I'd get over it pretty quick. I don't know, man. Inter- your life's so hard being Han Solo yeah, like, that's true, shut yeah. the fuck up being like a lovable rogue <laughs> yeah, like, maybe that's his lovable rogue thing maybe yeah I guess like, that, that, yeah. maybe the character is him well anyway do you remember we talked a couple of weeks ago about a movie coming in the MCU called The Thunderbolts do you remember we talked about this it's effectively all the villains or anti-heroes the likes of Bucky and Yelena Belova 
They all come together as a team and they have to work together. Sounds lame. Oh, I, I like Bucky. What can I say? Uh, it's coming. And he's apparently joined on to play General Ross. Now, that's interesting because the actor who played General Ross in Civil War, you might remember, mm. was William Hurt. And he passed away a few years ago. So I thought they were going down the route of using Martin Freeman's character as his last name is Ross. He's like Everett Ross, I think. Mm. I thought they'd just bring him through and make him that character. But I don't know, maybe he's just doing like more Hobbit movies or something. Could be. <laughs> Could be. A I mean, prequel to The Hobbit. Uh, I mean, there's plenty, of, there's plenty of the lore <laughs> yeah, there is. to dig into. Apparently. apparently. I haven't yeah. seen any of these shows I'm, yet. I'm really excited to watch it, but it's so it's like pulling teeth getting my partner to watch. The episode. Lord of the Rings yeah. show. She finds it so boring. And I honestly don't blame her. Lord of the Rings is more about lore and, like, yeah, and, and touchy-feely than it is about like intense, crazy storytelling. If you could wait, you could watch it with us. True. Why but, don't you? I mean, because I want to watch it. Yeah, you want to watch it. How many episodes do you win? Uh, I think I've watched three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have seen none. Okay. I will, though. You are really waiting on that. Ah, oh, yeah, I am. And Andor 2, I haven't seen that either. I burned through that. Okay, I get that. But what this does mean for the MCU, sorry to go back to the topic at hand, is Red Hulk might be coming. And Red Hulk is effectively the character that uh, General Ross turns into, Thaddeus Ross. Sometimes it's just, to me, so uncreative. Red, so many Hulks. Red Hulk. Well, we've got a She-Hulk, we've got a He-Hulk. Red Hulk. We've got a Red Hulk, and we've got a... H- red Hulk. Yeah, he's red. Okay. He keeps the mustache in some comics as well. Mm. <laughs> Thunderbolt as well. Yeah. It's a shitty name. Oh, wow. After Thunderbolt Ross. Don't you think? <laughs> Don't you think it's bad? I like the idea. It's... I feel the like you are the Thunderbolt. It just sounds like the power. I feel like it's trying to ape like the Suicide Squad stuff, but it's not going to have as much comedy to it. Thunderbolts? Oh, it's all the bad guys. Suicide Squad. We're the bad guys. Thunderbolts, Suicide Squad. Thunderbolts, Suicide Squad. Which one has more brand ah, appeal? Suicide Squad's a way better name. Yeah, I get what it. What is going on? The but Thunderbolts? It's the, the characters, DL. The characters. I mean, it's a bad start. It is a bad start. Look, moving swift on, yeah. as, as we are getting way too stuck on random topics. Yeah. Did you hear this week, James Gunn, speaking of Suicide Squad, is apparently working on multiple secret DC movies. That, after watching the end of this, is intriguing. I find that very interesting. That so, is intriguing. Nothing has been confirmed, but reportedly he is working on these films, but he won't do anything for the movies until he finishes Peacemaker, which... You know, I love how he loves Peacemaker program. I love that he loves it. Sick. You know show. what I mean? Like, I just like that he uh, he's like, no, 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 no. You want to give me the next Superman? <laughs> Hold <laughs> your horses. I gotta finish Peacemaker. Whoa! Like, we got we got priorities. We here. got stuff to do here first. <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> arcs to finish. Okay, we gotta like... finish Eagley's whole arc. <laughs> that was a good fucking show. It really was. It was fucking. It was the best. Thing out of DC in a long time. Big time. By a Still long is. mile. By Spoilers. a long mile. <laughs> All right, final bit of news then before we move on. Uh, do you have any news before we move on? Uh, there's like five Silent Hills that got announced. Oh, so many. Yeah, like like there's like 10 of them. No, you're thinking of Resident Evil. Oh, there's a Resident Evil as well. That got a, I missed that. They did a re- that they released a trailer for the Resident Evil 4. Remake. Really? Yeah. How did I miss that? You mi- I sent it to you today. Oh, well, today I didn't get to That's check my why. phone except <laughs> yeah, for to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me clarity on this news? So there's a Silent Two, there's a Silent Hill 2 remake. Okay. Which I find weird. Why did they start with 2? I thought it was just remaking the first Silent Hill. Oh, maybe I, maybe I just misread that then. 
I don't, maybe I, there's a I sil- didn't know about this actually. You were telling me. There's a side. I know, but like, I just saw a bunch and I was like, this is too confusing. So many things. Yeah. Si- there's a Silent Hill remake, either the one or the first one or the second one. Yeah. There's also a new Silent Hill, but I don't know if it's a movie or a remake. So, oh, sorry, a movie or a game. Refresh my memory. I'm Silent, gonna- Silent Hill's Konami, right? Yes. So the interesting thing about Konami is, as, as everyone well knows by this point, and probably don't because we're the biggest geeks here and we talk about this stuff all the time, they have been out of making video games properly for a long time. The last one probably they made was uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, and ever since then they've been just basically making pachinko machines in the Asian countries. So <laughs> Really? Yeah, so effectively they've just been making shit ton of money and they've like stopped making video games for like five or so years. So interestingly it seems that they are back baby they've made a line in the sand and silent hill is obviously one of their but like big... why wouldn't they they have a lot of properties but that that's what everyone's confused by okay. how much money are you really making off gambling i mean probably well, a maybe lot. a lot i guess probably a lot yeah but i guess i'm trying to actually get to the bottom of the silent hill stuff but resident evil by releasing something has just totally bodied silent hill completely. all the news is like all, all like on ign yesterday it was all silent hill and now all i can see is resident evil it's so. completely gone it's like, been no bodied. point yeah. well let me give you a final bit of news then before we move on we just talked about the mcu a moment ago now there is moon knight news this week <laughs> and comicbook.com exclusively confirmed that oscar isaac is in talks to reprise the role as moon knight Look, man, I bloody love that show. I know it got mixed reviews. Did it? Did it, mate? <laughs> that was your take. That was your catchphrase for five Ladies minutes. Gators. Ladies Gators. Bring it back, DL, is all I'm saying. Bring it back. But I would love to see more of him as a character in general. I think the, the show left it on such a cliffhanger. Plug for our episode on Moon Knight. Go back and check it out. Check it out. I really liked the direction it left it in. Because it was like, oh, how is he going to deal with this next thing that we're not going to spoil here? But go back and listen to the episode. And also the idea that, you know, he's a kind of like magic-y, evil-y kind of guy. Like throw him in like the Midnight Sun stuff, like the games coming out. You get your Ghost Riders, that kind of Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil? <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Strange. <laughs> Sharks with lasers. <laughs> good, good movie. Dr. Strange. I don't know if you've seen any of my YouTube videos. I reference it I, I know. way more than I, I should. I know. Check out our channel. For, for someone who's a 35-year-old, like, way more. What do you mean? That's who... That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the perfect profile. Oh, no. This is me in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, as long as you were, like, playing Blink-182 while you were editing that video, like... Absolutely. Yeah. Literally. And I was you'd just... You'd be pretty much cookie Where are you? <laughs> where are you? Actually, I'm not going to lie. This is a, this is a whiskey admission. Please. After being two whiskeys back, I don't mind some of the Angels and Airways stuff. I like it. I've Man, been listening to it recently. Many would, I think Jamie would actually, if he, if he's listening, would he slap us? He would, he would, he would say, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> slap! <laughs> Why though? Why? Why is it? Uh, like, well, there's a lot of bad. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's totally but, like, long. every now and again, it's nonsense. there's just like something about this freaking alien loving dude. Or he just, pre- he just pulls it he out just of the pulls bag. pulls some yeah. catchy, yeah. weird chorus out of his butt. I don't speaking, know. Speaking speaking of, did you hear the the new Blink One Eighty Two song? Uh yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. Like it's not great. It's not very good. I like that they're they're bigging up this new album as if it's going to be like it's it's a more mature sound. It's the best stuff we've done I, in years. I thought they were saying that like I didn't see what they've said about it, but like the song kind of pulled me back to like an immature sound. Interesting. Like, he was like punk rock, and I fucked the chick, or whatever. It's like I was like, that's very like you guys 
Damn it. In the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Cheshire Cat. Yeah, like that's very old blink. We've lost a lot of listeners just in the last five minutes. <laughs> We're gonna come back to, to to topic though. Look, if you guys have heard anything, please, please, please send it over. We love it when you do. We always call out people who send over news or memes. Uh we are at podcast assemble on Instagram or the podcast assemble at gmail.com. We love it when you reach out. Now, DL, would you like to preface our main topic it's it's a good thing we're 43 minutes in because <laughs> well, i don't have much to say about this i main don't topic. think we are because we spent five minutes <laughs> in silence at the beginning trying to think of things to say about this movie <laughs> Fair. well let's preface it first we oh, sorry, yeah, went good, good back one. to the cinemas yet again this week to watch the latest dceu movie which by the way the hierarchy of the dc universe is about to oh. change <laughs> <laughs> what universe? A great, great which, question. Which one, sir? Great question. Um, yeah, we we, saw we're going to do non-spoilers and then spoilers on the movie Black Adam, like DL says. Do you want to give me your stupid plot summary, my man? Dumb summary for Black Adams, which I still don't know why his name is Black Adam, but anyway. He chose it at the end. American superheroes play go- global police in a full <laughs> course of DC virtue signaling that might actually be more entertaining than your average phase four affair. Oh, wow. High praise, kind of, maybe. Not really, though. Sort of. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment. I can't believe you didn't go for the Team America reference there. There's oh, so many. That's fair, yeah. That's I, I didn't have it in mind, but like it's right there for you. You, I mean, you almost said it. Same, same. <laughs> yes, it was basically Team America same, to begin same. with, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, mine is, a frail man is transformed into a beacon of hope with powers to end oppression and defeat evil. Though his job is done and his time is cut short, when he falls into a deep slumber, when he wakes in the modern era, he's a man out of time. This, Captain America, the first Avenger. Wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> it's mostly the same plot. I mean, like all these parts of that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're all cookie cutter. Yeah. There's a few cookie cutter bits, especially towards the end. Uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, can you guess me then, DL, before we get into it, yeah. what the current IMDb score is for this? And I think you'll be surprised. Six. This is a 7.5 on IMDb right now. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's... The Pebble has fans. He does have fans, and mm-hmm. he is a big draw, as we saw in our cinema. Can you tell me then what is the Rotten Tomatoes score for <laughs> I this? I going to say, can you tell me what the rock is good? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have. That's going to be my final question you to you. I wish you would have my final question to you at the end of the podcast. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes would be 80, 78. Really? Yeah. It's 50. Well, you know, with like sixty five on IMDb or seventy five on IMDb, I was a bit, I'm a bit thrown. Uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I am a bit thrown. Uh, can you then finally tell me then, DL, yeah. what the Metacritic score is? Now, think about this one. I don't usually think when I talk, <laughs> so now I will. I don't and think. I will full say, stop. Uh, can't, dude. It's got to be low. It's got to be like fifty-five-two. All right. It's- 45 percent yeah no I, I like where your head went there you're right it metacritic's never gonna give this a good score yeah like ever it's just not but I, four is low though yeah 45 45 pretty pretty, it's not great in the fours now i just realized as i was about to tell you who the director is and what he's known for that i've not said his name out loud yet so i'm gonna butcher this and i apologize this is Jame Cole Serra. Mm. No idea how to say that. I apologize. But he is known for mostly being pushed around by The Rock on the set of Jungle Cruise. Uh, but he did before that uh, The Shallows. He did House of Wax. So he's got a bit of a horror background. Like, 
And I think you can see parts of that in this movie, which is kind of cool. This is, of course, Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam, the titular main character. We have a bunch, a big cast of people I have no idea who they are. Outside of the likes of Pierce Brosnan, who is fantastic in this. He was <laughs> great. Outside of him, I did not know anyone. You're right. But I, I do have to say, though, I loved the diversity they went with in this cast. This, is, of course, is Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. Now, I'm going to straight up with you. I didn't know a lot of this cast, and I had to look a lot of them up. Uh, the female lead, uh, Sarah Shardy, predominantly is from TV stuff in the States. I didn't know a huge amount of her career. She had like two lines. Yeah. she No, she had too many lines. We're going to get into this. Uh, outside of that, I, I did know Hawk, uh, Hawkman's character. That's Aldous Hodge. He's very... He was He's been in other great. things. Great. Um, yeah. Obviously, Dr. Fate's Pierce Brosnan. There's a few others. Uh, Noah Centino's an upcomer as Atom Smasher. Honestly, outside of Henry Winkler making a very brief cameo, I did not know much of this cast. The Fonz, Who, baby. Who's, who's the guy that gets really big? Atom Smasher. Okay, that's yeah. who I was talking about. Yeah, Sorry, that's Noah Centino. He looks familiar. He's he's, I'll give he's an up and comer. I'll give him that. I've seen him around. Also, completely useless in this film. But we'll <laughs> talk so, about that, dude. So we useless. We'll get into that. So uh, talk to him then, DL. What yeah. is the basic plot of this movie? <laughs> I asked you the same question. So uh, <laughs> everything, you know, kind of blurred together for me in this one for a bit. But was there a reason for that? No, just the general just flow the, of the yeah. movie. Just the yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I've got I've got some points about when we. No, when I can we, I can try though. I can when try, we well, get to pacing, yeah. I've got a, a, some serious. points I can try this. The uh, the pay, the plot of this movie is in essence a entire twenty minutes of backstory about a city. No, no, sorry. To start no, it no, off, no, no narration. So you get you get a narrated backstory about a fictional fictional city. Pr- kind of in the image of the middle east city five thousand years ago that is being abused by foreign invaders and they're trying to find eternium it's uh it's, it's a like, mineral it's the vibranium of the dc universe Yeah, pretty much <laughs> it's got like a lot of weird powers that i didn't really understand. they didn't really explain well but anyway uh they're they're searching for that because some terrible colonist king has made them right and he's trying he's trying to forge a crown for himself which will give him almighty powers like apparently even though it's just a rock and this so, is the first half an hour of the movie which is it's really crammed in yeah it is and so you get all this backstory. You see this kid defend the innocent. Um, yes. that, are, that are mining this stone, and you know this guy gets killed for it. And the kid rebels by taking the stone that that was dug up—a really, really big piece. Think like you know, blood diamond big. Yes. Um, and it's his he, ticket out of here. Yeah, it's his ticket out, and he's sprinting away, <laughs> but he gets caught, and uh, they go to sacrifice him. But the Shazam gods stop him. Basically, they are the Shazam gods. Yes. <laughs> So or at least one he, of them. He's about to be sacrificed in front of his whole uh, community, but he puts up, you know, the basically. And then the, it fades to black, and we wake up in the modern day. Yeah, but he not before he puts up his his best uh, Katniss Everdeen impression. Oh, I thought and, he, I thought he was doing the Rockefeller sign, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, like Jay Z used to do. Oh, I thought he was just like Illuminati, you know. Oh, oh this he same, puts up same, the, but different. Yeah, yeah. He puts up the triangle to the boys about to die, but he disappears. And we don't know why or so how. What's, what's interesting about the movie is and. We'll say interesting. That's that's a real nice way of saying it, is that th- there is this through line throughout of a mystery of why why did he happen to f- fall asleep for five thousand years? But he does. He wakes up in the in the modern modern age. Yes, and this, well, what we think the city now. needs a savior again, right? Because there are these foreign invaders again. I quite. I'm going to talk about this a little bit. In think a America invading I, Iraq. I actually the, quite yeah. liked some of the tones and themes of that plot plot line. Anyway, Black Adam, he's effectively a god. Yeah, and they, they bring they, in the Justice Society to try and bring him down. Yeah, because well, 
Shazam makes him a god. They he awakens. They get it on their you know god reader, whatever they have, their iPad of their iPad of justice, <laughs> superhero. <laughs> I don't know. Super beings. And they uh, so they got a they get the call from apparently uh, what's that? Amanda Waller. Who she's apparently now, apparently she's just like in charge of all. He, apparently she's the new Nick Fury. Yeah, and she's, she's in charge said, of all of them. Or I just thought it was just the shitty ones, but with the Suicide Squad. Can I can I tell you something about this movie? This is the eleventh one one. 11th DC Extended Universe movie. How is this the 11th movie? I don't recall that That's many. That's crazy. Do you recall that many? And I'm going to get ahead of you on they this. They had two that I count as one and I don't even recall that many. <laughs> I'm going to get ahead of <laughs> you on this. I actually, for the first three acts, liked this movie. Now, a jet, uh, any normal movie would have a three-act structure. And my problem with this movie is that five? it had a four or five-act structure. <laughs> and it was too many acts. Um, it was... But up up until that point, and we'll talk about it when we get into pacing. I actually genuinely really liked it. Like, and an interest, a second interesting fact about this is that originally it had an R rating, and you can kind of see you that in see. the beginning scenes. You can see, and they they reeled it in a little bit so they could get a more general audience. You could see. How much more would you like this movie if it just cold opened on the kid? digging this thing i don't have to hear about this fake place i don't even have to know where it is you just see everything they told you show don't tell it's so dumb it's like why can't people just like 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 that should be basic directorial etiquette it's 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 a bad movie trope that needs to die how does someone get the money to build a film and do that now let's jump into performance as a basis for the movie that's where we kind of start the justice society they are coming for black adam they have been asked by amanda waller and the Justice Society at this point, it's Hawkman. All this is in the trailer. Hawkman, it is Dr. Fate, who's Pierce Brosnan, who, by the way, we're going to talk about performances. Yeah, cool part. One of the best parts of this entire movie. It is Hurricane, and it is Atom Smasher, and Atom Smasher grows big. Hurricane does a twirly thing. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure what Hawkman's powers are, but I do He's have a question for you. just kind of strong and can fly. I do have a question for you, and stop, stop me if I'm being an idiot, but... Black Adam, you see in all the trailers, is effectively indestructible. What's, like, you've got Superman, you've got Black Adam, you've got Shazam. Like, what is the point in being a human being in this world? Like, what is the point? Not much. There isn't one. I'd much prefer to be one of those guys. Big time. Yeah, I'd be like, yo. You'd be enslaved in a minute. Bearded Shazam gods (laughs) that just, I guess, have power over everything. What do you think Uh, of The Rock in this? What do you think of The Rock? Uh, Look, I think think The Rock was... Well, we didn't really talk about it, but he's obviously like wakes up and from a long sleep. He's an antihero, and it's like five thousand years later, so he's like very much a fish. He's out a man of, out of time. He, he's yeah. a fish out of water, right? Like, and uh, there were definitely some comedic moments that he did a good job with in the dry robotic delivery of like we must kill them all, like kind of yeah. lines where it's like, oh, bro, that doesn't really fit this time period like it was it was very much like uh i love that they just skipped over the fact that he went from speaking the the native language of conduct to (laughs) speaking english English in a sentence there was no downtime let's just skip over that it's fine um but he was entertaining well interestingly i i made a note and i actually wrote this as we walked out of the cinema that i think this is the best i've ever the, the most i've ever been convinced by the rock as an actor but that has got to be said that he is just playing the rock character he does in WWE as a superhero. That's yeah, all he's doing yeah. without the eyebrow. I'll just say that he, you know, he wasn't what I didn't like about it. I, I thought he was you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah he it's was the same fine, persona. Yeah. Um, and I, I, when we're talking about performances, and I have to say this because 
I, you know, like this was the first thing that came to mind after I asked you the question about, you know, what's the point of being a human? This suffered from the Godzilla versus King Kong syndrome. Why are you trying to shoehorn humans into this? We, We don't have a point in this movie. Like, you have the scene at the beginning that's in all the trailers where the rock snaps everyone's necks and zaps everyone, mm-hmm. and then just go off and look at the superheroes. I don't, I, I don't need, like, a side story about this, you know, female lead who's got a son, and I don't care about that. Show me the cool zappy stuff. I don't know. I think that was more grounded part of the plot. It's like... The, it took me out of it. Not unnecessary. The, I mean, there was too much of it. Way, there was too much of all of I'm this saying. movie, though. But I think that it that didn't care about it. No, I think that that part grounds like it grounds it in the element of like you know you have to fight for the the only people worth fighting for are the ones that are helpless. I was like that's like heroes. Kareem. No, Kareem was the guy who you needed to fight for. You know the 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 overweight guy with the ball patch who was hilarious. That's who you're fighting yeah, for. Yeah. Show me him and no one else. No, but you, you know? get my point. Like the kid yeah. was inspired to, to have someone. Yeah, that of he, yeah, yeah. Right, like yeah, of course. That a little bit of that was fine. I think they definitely took it overboard. But they they went overboard, and I didn't like the constant skateboarding. That annoyed me. But that was super annoying. Unnecessary. It was just like this is just naggy. Like you're just doing this so that it's this thing. Yeah, unnecessary. It's like you um, would not skate like to be silent. He was like skating to be like stealth. The best works. part <laughs> of the movie for me, I say the rock's good, right? But the best part of the movie for me was the Justice Society. Now, I'm going to say it's 50-50 because, like, um, Hurricane and Atom Smasher, you know, they were Do they in even it. count? They were, supposed, they, they were supposed to be the younger generation to, you know, like... They're like interns. They were like a love angle and whatever. When we talk about Hawkman and Dr. Fate, talk about stealing the show. Like, those guys were phenomenal. Hawkman was pretty he's all right he was great he was, he was fine i wasn't sure what his power set was he's fine but the other guy uh pierce brosnan was pretty good he was great but also his character was just more interesting it's like this this like tragic figure like because his power is like he's he sees the future with this helmet we don't get a lot of context he's, he's got a lot of dr strange about him in this yeah well. there's the, the dr strange vibe but also like the tragic prophetic like the the tragic victim of prophecy vibe, which is like I like that, like oh that's interesting because it's like how much of it is your own. Like I always find that interesting because how much of like Absolutely. what you think about is like your own what you grew up in has created you, and then you like read into it and double down on that, or like even in our normal life, right? Like, but also how much is like I like the whole the story is written point. Like, if you see a future, is that the future? Yeah, the whole concept can you change of it? it? Is and, and like and that's in, kind and of trying like, to change it. Did you make it inevitable? Exactly, like, it's I, very interesting. I like that story. Like, it's fun to that stuff it. is super interesting, and I, and I really, really like that about the movie. Um, one thing I said to you in the movie as we were watching it was Haw- Hawkman's actor, like literally the guy who plays Aldous Hodge. I was like, that's 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 the guy that should be playing Falcon. <laughs> like <laughs> that. They should have chosen him you 10 did years just, ago. You did just say that to me. He was a significantly the better Falcon than Falcon's ever been in the I mean, he was like a poor man's Falcon. He had like the same wings. Yeah, but I mean... Like, like, though, like, as far as acting, yes. Acting but, chops. Yeah, just, but my point was like they level. basically just made him Falcon. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, different. So what happens is the Just decide to come in. They sort of like they tussle with Black Adam. They have their first little showdown. And then they've got to try and convince him to come with them. Who is the Justice Society anyway? Were they in something before this? Not in the DCU. Yeah, no. exactly. They, they just the, throw in, this at me. They're, they're in the comics. Don't, yeah, but don't like, stress about it. It's, it's I'll do a like, video about it if you want me to. You understand Fine. my point. I, no, no. I, like, I, I, DCU just throws things at a wall. This is a lovely time to talk about pacing. Yeah, yeah. 
they had some of the most compelling characters we've had in DCU movies thus far. Their whole backstories were crammed into about six sentences. Or we got nothing, yeah. <laughs> they just went, Dr. Adam, he sees... He's, Sorry, sorry. Doctor Fate. He's, he's got this alien hat, and, yeah. and then you've got the the dude who gets big, and then you've got a girl who spin twirls around a little bit, and that was it. That was the whole. <laughs> back. And I'm like, these why are did the- she do pirouettes? Like, what's up with that? What's the point? Apparently, yeah. she did dancing classes for this role. She did not need to do dancing classes for this role. <laughs> she was all CGI. <laughs> Oh, look, but this comes back to what we talked about before. If you just take this movie as a three act structure, and there is a very clear point where I was like, this movie should end. We'll talk about it in spoilers. There was a very mm. clear point. And I was like, hey, that's like, it, it's a great arc for, for Black Adam. It's a great arc for the Justice Society. You've set up things for future coming where, movies. Where there's still this conflict here. There's still something to come back to. And I went, oh, that's that's great. And then the movie went on for another 45 minutes. I was looking, I was looking at my watch. I was like, what is happening? Every, yeah, dude, for sure. What did you think? Like well, by that point, I was kind of in my own head. Yeah. Like, what did he, what did he, he's like, what did any of it? No, I agreed uh, on pretty much everything. You, I agree with everything you just said. Over over long and, you know, the, the first half was interesting. And then let's say hypothetically the, the extra 45 minutes needed to be part of it. Let's say it did. Like, we'll talk about what happens in that. That's when a we get big to hypothetical, I guess. But... but what do you cut out of that first hour and a half plus because there's a lot of dense dialogue and character backstory like you can't there's nothing you can cut out of that you learn you learn about the history of kandak you listen i think you could make that way shorter big time like you don't even need all these details though i care that there's a king that like does that even need to be in the story well that's that's what value did that even add yeah that's the last 45 minutes because i would cut i would cut that entire thing well, you need, yeah. Well, that's the kind of the motivation of one of the bad guys. We'll come back to that when we get. Yeah, to find a different one. Find, find, find a different. A mo- a find, a, find a different, better motivation. Like change okay. that. Yeah, I All think right. that was just kind of so cookie cutter, like like basic, unthoughtful, like superhero storytelling. Oh, some bad king with the yeah. demons. He's also a child actor doing a voiceover, which I never like. Yeah. I will never ever get behind. Like, stop it. Stop it immediately. All right, then well, let's talk a bit about like the world building and cinematography. Like so. In terms of the world building, like we kind of already in a world that's been set up multiple times. So they kind of had to regress and do a little bit of building, especially around the, the Kondak city in the future, at least, because it was like kind of this a little Black Panther-esque in, in a way, because they had this uh, Eternium, whatever it's called, the, the mineral, which meant they had like these flying motorbikes and stuff that were super fast and could do all this cool stuff. None of that was ever explained, but they were just kind of there. Yeah, I just feel like if you're gonna like find something to like make a like the the, the that is the that is the antagonist. You don't mm. need this god king thing that they're like we're kind of doing spoilers here, but uh, that black you don't Adam, need the fourth act. Yeah, you don't need it. You don't need the villain. The, the villain is like you've already established is like colonialism and yeah. all the elements of it. So it's like how do you create conflict Love around that. that? You you introduce. A element that represents colonialism yeah. the justice whatever and they whatever did. they're called and and that's yeah. that's all you need you don't need the other stuff and i love that idea and that's one of the tones and themes we'll talk about is like i did genuinely really like the, the idea that the heroes were the ones that the city were had a backlash against not this anti-hero who sweeps in and kills a bunch of guys because kandak itself is you know it's been ignored by the west it's a good perspective like, it's it's a lovely perspective. it, it it's actually interesting to see in film been called out so bluntly 
Like, I genuinely really liked that. Uh, in terms of cinematography, I really liked that some of the the flying stuff. I'm going to go to cinematography for this because it's more, it's kind of bordering CGI. But it's the first time I've genuinely been like, oh, I actually quite liked some of the I agree. some of this stuff going on here. No. I guess one thing I did want to ask you about though is like the the MacGuffin, right? The big MacGuffin in this, which is re- it's the crown, but it's also the Eternium itself, like. Did you think it's just a bit like, we've seen this? Yeah, 100%. It added nothing to the table. It didn't, did it? No. Like, that, like, just cut all that classic tropey, like, stuff. Yeah. Like, this is, like, did not need it. Nonsense. It didn't didn't add anything. Makes you clock out. Like, there was was something at the base level that was good here. The rock was, like, the combat was actually pretty intense and, like, Oh, my God. Different. We're going to talk about action in just a second. But but, so my point is, like, all the... They had the base ingredients or something that was, like, maybe not, like, you know, pushing forward much. No. But, like, at the very least, like, a a good execution on, like, a superhero movie. Yeah. And I guess that's where the the plot goes, right? So the the Eternium is is the foundation... Is what the crown is made of, right? But this crown, which is the MacGuffin of the movie, effectively... And can give powers to certain beings for some reason that's not really. Explained. It needs to give him. It needs to give Black Adams a weakness. I think is why it exists. I thought but, it did. Yeah, I think that's why it exists. But like, there's other ways to. You know, well, it could have been used way more effectively as a weapon. I mean, we're talking kryptonite here. We're literally doing the same thing as kryptonite. Yeah, it's literally use sounds it the as same. a weapon. But that's what it is. It is, it is guess, kryptonite. I guess they didn't want to. St- like lean too hard into the similarities between well i don't know what about black adams is different than superman not a lot in the comics is it different interestingly one of superman's only weaknesses in the comics is magic and a lot of what shazam and black adam their powers are from magic you see them get them from the wizards right superman is less effective regularly against them We'll talk about that shortly, but then mm. you leaned into the action stuff. So there are a bunch of action scenes before we get into spoilers, before we get into uh, any of the endings of the movie, but like stuff that's in the trailers. So for me, the brutality of some of the action scenes, especially like the first ones, like when he wakes mm. up uh, in the modern day, and yeah. like you see all this in the trailers. Like it was very I, the Zach, Zach Snyder So much of it. That scene was very Zack Snyder, where he was just frying yeah. dudes. Well, no, not not the sorry. The second one, then when he's outside and it goes slow mo and the music hits. There was a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did like it. And like great. the first one was crazy. Yeah. This is this is real high praise. I don't think they've done speedster stuff in a in, in a superhero movie as well since i would personally say like the days of each past stuff do you remember the quicksilver scene where yeah, he runs yeah, around yeah. the room and he's yeah not dissimilar the way they do it in the first scene my, my problem with it is that that isn't held all the way through like his powers like when people are shooting at him like he doesn't do like if you had the power to move faster than a bullet you just get to the guy and knock him out before he even shot at you what's the point in messing around like it doesn't just, just for fun yeah well i know but like it doesn't hold true well his whole character arc the 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 rock i'm gonna keep calling that black adam pebble. in the movie is that he the brick yeah the, the the pebble he effectively becomes uh more human right like that is mm-hmm. that is his effective character arc and he learns to be friends with the main characters yeah adriana and and her son you know on and like, and then he, you know, he, he finds some love for the people he wants. That's the the sort of vague character arc of him. Then if that if that's the character arc of you, why allowing one shoot at you when it could bounce off and hit them? Which is what will happen, you know? 
<laughs> I thought you were going for something. What do you think I was going really for? Really deep, and then you just like, but you're basically a, a rebound. Nah, like, he's he's a shield, basically. <laughs> like, I'm not getting deep. You never see. I'm never not deep on this movie. movie. This but like, you're building up, like, these characters, these, but you could actually, the bullets could bounce off <laughs> and you kill it. It's like, oh, I guess that is accurate. When I when I get heady, it's not going to be about this movie. Um, You're the heady one here. Yeah, no, I I I feel as if the action was pretty cool. It was um, brutal, yeah, real brutal. Especially in in the, it got more brutal at the beginning and less as you went. The end, it. the end was more like the classic Marvel movie where it's like the climax where yeah. I fall asleep, which is like not what you want to be doing. I guess um, I guess the the real challenge with this for me personally, and like you yeah. tell me what you thought. Like I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Is none of the characters outside of maybe the guy who grows big and the girl who spins a lot (laughs) i didn't know what any of their powers were and how effective they were at anything well that they didn't do a good job of like they explained yeah nothing like there were some cool characters that i would have liked to have more time with instead of this all this other stuff we said we don't like there's little ripe like opportunities for how did hotman take a punch from black adam like black adam's literally a god what is going on with pierce brosnan's character Exactly. Like anything about it, other than great, the fact that he can just t- touch great this time to talk about metal CGI. thing and see it, the future. What's what? The helmet. The helmet's an alien thing, all right? Like, yeah. What, they what, said it in the movie. Yeah, but what else? I mean, like, I don't know. I like the CGI in this. It was better than I anticipated it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, suicide. the Suicide Squad 1's level of crap, but I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, this is the first time, like, a dude's been hovering in the air and I've been like, oh, yeah, that kind of looks realistic. Mm. He might have actually been on strings to do this. Rather. What do you think about the Rock? He's very big, so big to, to hover. Imagine in the air, having like a the gravity a, a would be winch. pulling him down. He's a big boy, but then if you can hover, one of my favorite things about Superman in more recent comics is they have like a a way around physics for him. So, like mm. for example, like let's say uh, you may have seen the Brandon Routh Superman Returns movie where he catches like an airplane and it just sort of it doesn't just snap in half like yeah, the yeah. Titanic did back to Titanic yeah. go back and listen to our interview with Jamie that's one of my favorite ever episodes mm-hmm. he has like a f- kind of field around him that is inexplicable outside of comic books where if he were to catch an airplane coming down rather than it just snapping in half it holds it together so he can just bring it down and I wonder if Black Adam is not dissimilar in that respect where did you pull that from? I didn't get any of that. I just saw him hover. What? what? I just I just saw him hover. I didn't gather that much. Well, like he's just a big boy, isn't he? Like <laughs> he's got so much bulk, he's the same weight as an airplane, yeah, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Look, let's quickly then jump on. I like the CGI, I thought it was fine. The music I felt was a bit jarring at times. I literally don't remember it. Well, interestingly, I I did. I actually took note of this for once because I actually thought the score was amazing in this the score really for the first time i've sat and gone like the score for this like really works it's it's not over your fa- uh, in your face si- superhero it's not over the top then they kept throwing in these weird like pop culture songs like uh jay-z and kanye west like black skinhead and i'm like i get it there's black in the title but like what's the relevance See, i here? don't get it why is there black in the title why is his name adam no one ever said his name was adam he did he's tello adam that was his name the whole way through did we get that at some point? Yeah, the, like from the very beginning. Okay. <laughs> I guess, the, like... It, it wasn't it, very clear to me. On a, serious, <laughs> on a serious note, though, like that does kind of say a lot about this movie. I guess. Or like, about my state while watching it. Yeah. It does a little bit. Let's be perfectly honest. All right, look. Honestly, I was genuinely, like, 
surprised the rock's own music video song didn't come into this at some point you know the one where he's like it's my power it's my desire and no he's, but... he yeah i'm surprised i didn't make it in look talk to me then before we move on to a little bit of spoilers about tones and or themes uh look at like definitely a theme of you know imperialism is bad imperialism bad yep yeah uh eye for eye justice american politics turning a blind eye to stuff yeah i I, like eye for eye style justice i think heroism is like helping those who can't help themselves yep yep yep. that kind of stuff i had the the hero we deserve yes that's the key one for me yeah rather than you know it's like the batman right the hit the dark knight the hero we need the hero deserve not the one we need you know Yes. The old the old adage. All right, then, quickly before we move on, then, tell me, DL, your three best and three worst about this. Now, for anyone who hasn't listened before, and why you're still listening after all this nonsense, I'm not 100% That's a sure. That's shocker. But... Absolutely shocking. But what we do is we give three reasons, non-spoiler reasons, why you should watch this movie, and three reasons why, why you maybe want. you could avoid it. Yeah. For every movie, it's not just this one. The Rock's occasionally dry humor is funny. It is. It really is. It I nearly called one. that out earlier on. I thought he was great. Not too quippy, but quippy enough. Yeah. And even when it's quippy, it's, it's, it's delivered pretty well. Yeah. I, I, and I thought it was a through line of that through the movie that I grew to enjoy. Yeah. Um, Pierce Bras. Yeah. Uh, so his good. entire like Mysterio thing. Yep. Which is basically Mysterio, but I can see the future. That's like his power. It was a weird mix of Mysterio... And Doctor Strange. Yeah, it was. There was like some magic going on. Yeah, there there was some cool stuff. Like when he threw like that like weird arrow through. That was just like he did stick. that twice. Yeah, that, that was, was the like, best one. It was, I was like it was super stop cool. It. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. I th- I thought he should have saved that for the end. It it seemed cool. I was so cool. I'm glad I saw it twice. Okay. Um, the combat was like pretty fun, despite some obvious Zack Snyder thievery. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the slow mo stuff. Yeah, with the music kicking in. At least it didn't wasn't like all slow mo. All right. Okay, mine mine were um, Black Adam's just, like, effort attitude. Like, he just literally rocks up and he's yeah. like, I'm going to murder everyone. Yeah, he's, like, cut from a bloody history. Precisely. And I and I like that, like, he, like, that's how he was brought up. So that's how he would act. It was great. I also agree with you, Dr. Fate, probably the best part of the movie. Pierce Brosnan, what a, what a legend, right? Like, yeah. everything he's in, he brings a gravitas to. From the very beginning, that first scene of him in the car and like he touches the helmet and he sort of sees the future. Yeah, he just freaks out, yeah. Just, mm, so good. Love him. Uh, I also kind of liked the the Black Adam and Hawkman's kind of rivalry throughout. Yeah. Like it was, it was banterous. Like it was good fun. Like For sure. Obviously, Hawkman would get crushed if Black <laughs> Adam he, really wanted to. But he was like pretty perseverant. He kept <laughs> going at it. I kind of liked his mace. Was it a mace? What was it? I had no idea. He was like, Kind of a kind of like a sort of uh, that was that was a laugh. Why not? What are your worsts? My worst are like the dumb side character superheroes. Like, why not include someone from like the Suicide Squad? I just like the humans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, why wouldn't you include Idris Elba? Oh yeah, the guy who shot Superman. Great point. Like this guy is the closest thing you got to a Superman or a human like, who could take on a superhero. Yeah, you're right. Like it's like that would be like makes sense for the lore. Yeah, more it's better than these two freaking yep. useless characters. The other one was just the standard boss battle scene at the law at the end. Like really we'll talk lame. about it in spoilers. Yeah, and then it was just like too long. Yeah, it was. It was definitely too long. I agree with you. The humans were bad. The narration that went on for so long. I almost fall asleep. I'm yawning thinking about it. (gasps) Honestly, it was terrible. And then just felt like every other movie, every other, any other, 
pick any superhero movie. It was just yeah. with the rock attached. You know, that's not a terrible thing. Like a lot of them. I think it know, is. At this I point, feel bad uh, supporting movies of this caliber these days. I'm not going to lie. I've, I do feel like at this point, we've had so much of this in our lives. It's like, you can do something different. Like, try anything different. I just kind of feel like there's, yeah, I don't know. If the more we go and see these movies, I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast called Podcast Assemble. The more we go and watch movies of superhero caliber will never stop. that are middling... The more they'll make them. Well, they're going to keep making them. It's going to yeah. keep. It's going to happen forever. Look, our final question before we do move into a little bit of spoilers, and we ask this every week about a film, and we don't do five Black Adams out of twelve Black Adams. We don't do. Why would you pick hundred Doctor Fates out of fifty <laughs> Doctor Fates? We ask a very simple question: Is this better or worse than the most average movie we can think of, which is from the DCU, as you well know? It is 2018's Aquaman. DL, what do you think and why? I. St- I think it's I think it's worse. Whoa, yeah. worse. Yeah. Okay, all right, why? That's a real big call. Because I can't think of why it's better. And that is a very good reason. <laughs> no, it is. I like, like it. the only thing would be Pierce Brosnan and it's he's not that much better. There's like enough things that bug me that my problem with Pierce Brosnan and we may talk about is that he has a very spoilers. thick thick accent. <laughs> could you I don't think he could ever actually speak in like an american accent i don't think his like mouth could handle it like he doesn't have the muscles <laughs> he does have a very thick accent yeah my problem with it that character is that he's inconsistent in the we'll talk about it in spoilers at the very end he does a lot of very cool stuff and you think could you not have done that a bit earlier in the film could you not have used those abilities to you I know think he was saving them no you no know, he didn't no. he wasn't for for sure gonna be able to can't use all your best tricks right at the start I need to see what you're up Not against. if the plot has to happen, yeah. but if the plot, if it's real life, you just use them. Anyway. I don't know. I reckon you probably like, yeah, there's an element of that, but. I am going to, again, this must be a few weeks. No, it can't be. We, we agreed on uh, Apocalypse Now. I'm going to say this was, this was better than Aquaman 2018, purely because I am going from a hypothetical standpoint that the fourth and fifth acts, however many we ended up with. I'm I'm discounting them. If you I'm cut saying those, yes, I agree. It's but, a good movie up to But that you point. can't do that. That's I can. a part of the movie. Because Aquaman also had the fourth and fifth acts, and they also weren't Yeah, good, but it was so. cool water battles, not like some weird devil-looking thing. And as we look into spoilers, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that. All right, so what happens is, I mean, it, it's hard. The, the delineation between the end of like the third act and fourth and fifth act is, is quite difficult bit, to bit not spoil. Yeah, it's, di- it's just difficult to not spoil because there's there's a lot that happens in the final half of the movie, but like it's kind of all the spoiler territory. But like yeah. the Black Adam effectively gives himself up to the Justice Society. He says, I will say the Shazam word so I lose all my powers. I'll say my magic word. You can put me in a prison and I'll never kill anyone ever again. Why did he agree to that? He realized the error of his ways. And but how did that happen? Because I kind of blacked out during that part. I just realized he was like peaceful all of a sudden. I, I just like, told you. <laughs> but, but, but why? He realized the error of his ways. But something triggered him, yeah. surely. It was his relationship with, with the, the woman, the actress and yeah, okay. her son, who I will never remember who they were in this. Okay. Skater boy. Effect, effectively, he realized the error of his ways. Doesn't, you don't need to know anymore. But it happened so fast. I, I'm actually yeah, curious it, it if did. I just missed something or if they Haw- just... Hawkman convinced him okay. because he was A, so buff. Debate camp. And yeah. B, he <laughs> was just a real good Justice Society member. And what happens is you find out that the 
the only living descendant of said king from the beginning of the movie has finally got hold of the crown because he was he was a wolf in sheepskin. He was in the crew he all along. He was pretty obvious. The most evil-looking guy <laughs> in the whole movie just happened so to be evil. the bad guy. Would you have God, guessed? That's, that's true. It is pretty... Yeah. And then he becomes like a big old devil thing. Like, what was that about? That CGI was terrible. It was so bad. It's like they ran out of budget, but still had 45 minutes of lines. So they were like, we'll just just get the PS1 developers to... It really (laughs) was that bad. And we joke about PS2 level CGI, but fuck me, that was bad. It wasn't good. It really... Anyway, so what happens is... And one of the coolest bits of the movie was Dr. Fate goes one-on-one with this guy. Yeah. And he, he locks out the rest of the Justice Society with his magic... But at the same time, he knows he can't defeat this devil-looking... What's he called? He does a pretty good job, though. Sabak, he's called. And, uh, yeah, he, he in through his magic, wakes up Black Adam from his state. Yeah. With being held by Amanda Waller and team. Yeah. Who's, you know, he has his Again, mind. if he kind of knew that he needed to do that, like, why not just do he's that? He's seen the future. Before... Why put him... He goes up. Well, he doesn't get the full future. He gets like snippets. Yeah, but, like, the, it's not like he had this big relevate, revelation like while he was fighting. Like he was probably- anyway. Like Black Adam rips the Sabat character in half. He does, which was pretty, <laughs> pretty messed up. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was like, I, I remember being like, I, Ooh, I, I thought he was gonna pull like uh, my, my thought was, right, I thought he was gonna the pull off. the horns off, yeah, and yeah. then like, and then like yeah, everything pull, goes like T Rex them from Lost, the yeah, Lost World Two. Everything goes white, right, yeah, and then it comes back around. And he's holding the crown, and the guys on the floor, and you know, yeah, okay, he goes to prison. No, no, he just just rips him in half. Yep. How was how weird was it when all of a sudden he just started raising like zombies for no reason? <laughs> This movie towards the end was so annoying. It was just like you know like, it was. The crowd had to like battle the zombies. Like it was like they just got like a bunch of ideas and just threw them at the wall and went, "Wow, what sticks?" No, it's just like they had a good concept. There was one good writer in the room, and there was like eight dickheads. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> and the good writer's story is like the through line, but then the rest of like you know the the writers that aren't really good writers or like the producers are like they're like, no, 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 hang uh, on, hang on. I got this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's what happened. Because there is a through line that's kind of a good story. Like, you can kind of almost see it. It's close. Now, there's a couple of bits I want to call out before we before we wrap up. Now, there are a couple of bits which are actually interesting. Now, Black Adam himself. So, his arc, you think from the beginning of the movie, he is the, he's the prince that was promised. He's the hero. And you believe that's what he Demon's is. Demon's Thrones reference. There you go. I'm throwing them all out there for you. It's, it's happening all over the place actually yes he wasn't the hero that was promised his son was another thing that kind of just didn't really matter well interestingly this is actually <laughs> this is actually from the comics right so the new yeah, 52 but like, what did let, it actually have to do with anything sorry I was- no let, let me let me just tell you right so in, in the new 52 version it's actually way more brutal so it's it's uh tello adam it is his nephew i believe black adam actually murders his nephew to get the powers to go and kill the bad guy would be way more interesting so they've gone way more pg with this and it go it's very gladiator that bit where it's like oh his son got killed by the the arrow of the assassin and i was like i didn't i didn't vibe with that yada 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 it yeah basically um i get but, it makes him angry but, but it, it kind of like there's just this conflicting thing like he's supposed he's this guy that lost control and that's why he was 
put in, in, in prison. But it, yeah. so it's like, why didn't that be the basis for how he stole it from his? Great like, question. why would you use that? That that sounds like some moment of weakness. Something happens that is fucked up on his side, and they mm. he, he overreaches again, right? And that's yeah. what and gets it by happenstance. I don't know. And it's it's yeah, the whole scenario is a bit odd, and why he remains so angry. I, I get it, like his his family got murdered, but then he got his revenge. So why is he why is he still so angry? His revenge is only temporal. Vengeance does not soothe the soul. Thomas. Should we revert to tones and themes? Like, yes. <laughs> But look, I uh, like I have a couple of questions for you before we finish. Yes. Like I say, the first three acts were great. It's just a shame it wasn't a three act movie. It was a five act movie. Yeah. Um, Hawk Hawkman, his future was supposed to be that he was supposed to die, but Blackout, uh, Doctor oh, Fate took his place. Duh. What about the ending? Tell me. He rips him in half. That's the ending. Uh, no. Oh, we're gonna get to that. We need okay. to. A <sighs> couple of questions before we get to the post credit scene, which yes. you're talking about. The whole kind of premise, and if you watch my YouTube video, plug for our YouTube channel, Podcast Assemble, is that this was kind of supposed to be the revival of the DCU. Do you see this as it being revived and being in a healthy place to move forward from? Does it make you want to see more from this universe? Not talking about the post credit scene. That's not fair, because, yes, that's why. That is the one thing I want to see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I think it, there was definitely interesting parts. Um, they still can't really make a great movie. No. It's not um, happened yet. Yeah. Okay, then one one more bit. Uh doesn't help that like the one interesting character I would have wanted to see more is now dead. Is dies in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> next question for you then. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? No, I'm just, <laughs> I had to, had to it bring is. it back. Uh would you like uh, okay, right. So hypothetically, the Flash movie, which, you know, terrible person and, and all that stuff. Let's say the whole thing gets rebooted. The whole DCU gets rebooted and we start from scratch. Which of all the characters we currently have would you like to see more from? Um, the guy that just died. Dr. Fate, let's bring him back. Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Black uh, Adam? If he wants to come, sure. Well, he's probably we'll going to be... have him in the trunk. He's probably going to be there. We'll have him in the trunk. He won't fit. Hawkman? It's a big trunk. Yeah, passable. Yeah. I mean, like if I, any of the Suicide Squad characters? Idris Elba? Many of them, yes. Yeah? You'd bring him back? I think, like, them mixed with this, like, Hawk guy hawkman hawkman it's not that difficult it's a pretty dumb name it's very though. close it's hawk guy, hawk guy hawk, that's what i'm saying hawk uh <laughs> that would be an interest, interesting dynamic because he's really high on himself i want to see the adventures of hawk guy <laughs> 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 the slightly like worst version of the main character you know what i mean though he's really high on himself so like yeah, he's he like is. he's like having like with peacemaker and having i liked his arc, that, his arc those, was good. those guys together would be interesting yeah, sure would. um what about like ben affleck's batman i mean like I think that could rest for me. I'm like, I don't know. They kind of have to make a decision there. Jared Leto's Joker? I don't need it. No. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that the Batman and Joker are done from this universe if it keeps going on because they, they've got this, uh, they can't, they can't, just by the sheer fact that they have a good thing going with Batman and Joker in this other universe. I think you're missing the key point here, Dre. They make a lot of money. I don't know if they. I don't know if that would change the Batman money. Batman and Joker make a lot of. I money. don't know if that would change the mon monetary equation. Two final ones then. Uh, three final ones. Cyborg thoughts. Sure, I thought he was good. Wonder Woman. I thought she was great personally. God, they just all are. Wonder Woman. They're all just pretty passable though. There's like no one that I'm super jazzed to see. Final one then. Final question. Yeah. If it was rebooted, would you like to see more from Henry Cavill as Superman? Yes. Of course you would. And he does turn up in the post credit scene. Yes, which is the first time in, like, according to the kid behind me, seven years. <laughs> now, it's interesting because Warner Brothers for a long time were very much like, 
We don't want Henry Cavill anymore. No why? one's entirely sure why. They Probably said that. because he was a big geek, and they were like, "Oh, he's doing too many Witcher shows." He's so they three people. They said that they they didn't want him anymore. Yeah, they were trying to. They did like no more Superman, or we don't want him as Superman. Henry Cavill specifically. See, that's just these execs that are idiots. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. And what what's interesting is that he's come back for this, and instead of it being a big revelation and being really interesting, and I know you didn't know this, but The Rock was literally using this as part of the marketing material. He mm. was walking around being like, yeah, Superman's in this. And you're like, the only thing he can be in this movie is the post-credit scene. I've seen the whole movie in the trailer. Like, it's Was he there. really? Yeah. He was saying that? Literally. Surely DC was pissed, but they're like, they can't say anything because it's The Rock. There are a he'll lot. Go, he'll go beat them up. There are a, <laughs> yeah, he'll rip them in half. <laughs> there were a lot of interesting things coming out this week about the head of the Warner Brothers DC uh, unit stepping down. So, who knows where the DCU is moving forward? Probably The Rock will lead it. Look, <laughs> let's finish up this Yo, discussion. Wait. Landslide. with some true or false trivia dl how do you feel do you want some true or false trivia i think i'm getting it either way let's hear it my man yes you are true or false dl yeah. jordan peele was originally offered the chance to direct this movie way back in 2017 true it is true peele declined saying i'm not a fan of superhero movies not for me yeah good good yeah. call he's not passionate about them and i feel you know what good for you man don't take the paycheck you don't need it all right second question there were plans originally for Black Adam to appear in Suicide Squad 2017, but the plans were scrapped. True or false? False. It is false. He was actually supposed to appear in The Suicide Squad yeah. 2021. That was going to be one of those little things you changed. Nah, man, you get it. But apparently no, James you... Gunn didn't want him in the Well, didn't want him in the movie. Like, James Gunn does his own thing, right? Like James <laughs> he didn't ask, James basically. Thing. True or false, DL? Chris Hemsworth's daughter plays the son of the main character in this movie. Oh, no, wait. That's, sorry. That's, that's Thor, Love, and Thunder. I'm still stuck on that movie. <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, <laughs> I just can't get over the nepotism of that Thor, Love, and Thunder movie. It's yeah, it's just not a good movie. Nonsense. Last one then. All right. True trivia. Liam Neeson previously worked three times with this director. Is that true or is this false? What movies did you say he did? You said he did Wax something and... I didn't mention any of Liam Neeson's movies. No, but you mentioned... Intentionally. I'm just saying maybe... Oh, did you really? Okay. Uh, True. Actually false. He worked with him four times (laughs) on four movies I've never seen. Annoying! Unknown 2011, Nonstop 2014, Run All Night 2015, and The Commuter 2018. And I would bet you any money that it's an older guy who used to be Special Forces, who has a special set of skills. He's trying to do a thing. Dangerous thing. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Ultimately, I enjoyed the first two-thirds of Black Adam. Black Adam, which I am now realizing is because he wears a black suit and his last name's Adam. Adam, yeah. Uh, Was an interesting movie for half of it. I'd say more than half. I'd say half. I'd say two-thirds. I'd say if you cut the back half and the front half of this movie, it would be a pretty good movie. Okay, I'll take that. Any, any final bits about Black Adam before we wrap up? Nah, that's it for me. All right. Two bits of correspondence, DL. Let's wrap this up quickly. We are getting late here, and there's plenty more whiskey to be drunk. <laughs> we had a bit of correspondence from friend of the show, Matt. Thank you, friend of the show, Matt. Now, he said, great pod for Apocalypse Now. He said, way to go out of your comfort zone and try something different. I love that. Thank you very much thank for you, the, uh, Thank you very much for that. We, you know, we try our like, best. Yeah, that is actually like probably what I love to talk about. Now, am I good at it? <laughs> That's a different debate, right? Well, the response we had has been positive. I'm appreciative, yeah. He has also said, why don't you check out for one of your many lists 
uh, Charlie Sheen in Platoon. Because I kept getting Mar- uh, Martin Sheen. Which Sheen is it? All the Sheens mixed up in Platoon. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, also with a very young Johnny Depp and Willem Dafoe. Very good movie. Matt, apparently. I have seen this movie. It is, a, it is a good movie. Good call. Tommy, this might be one we got to do for you. He also says another cool movie to check out, potentially for the pod, is Full Metal Jacket. Haven't seen that one. Heard good things. Okay, all right. Thank definitely you on the, the dad show, list. Matt. Yeah, that's on the dad list. Oh yeah, well it, it's de- it's definitely on the movies I should have seen but haven't. I haven't seen any of them. I'm not. I don't, I'm not. I'm not a big Wally guy. I like talking about last week's. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like that's probably one of my most recent, more favorite episodes. Yeah, it was really well. It's a outside it's of an the interesting movie for sure. It, it was cer- certainly, certainly different to the type of stuff we normally watch. <laughs> Thank you, friend of the show, Matt. Now I'm going to do you one final bit of correspondence. Now this is bringing back an old favorite segment. So this is a response to one of our YouTube videos. Mm. And this is from Triple Witching on my Will Black Adam Suck effectively video. I can't remember exactly what it was called. Something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> what do we think? Is Black Adam going to suck? So it's, it's no, so like, you, ask, you ask the question, what's your answer? Threw it out there. Uh, yeah. And Triple Witching. Thank you, Triple Witching. We do appreciate it. He says, The Rock looks great, but he's getting a little bit old to play a superhero at past 50. And Black Adam appears to be intended to be a long-running character. He thinks he might be better suited to something like a Professor Xavier or something more middle-aged or slightly older, but still at the top of their power there, game. There ain't no wheelchair that can fit the pebble. He's too big for yeah. that. He's a, I, I mean, I follow a lot of fitness stuff on Instagram. I mean, you see people who, you know, they, they have uh, different abilities and they are still jacked. But, like, being that jacked. But what I think his point is, like, why not go for someone who's slightly older? Slightly older in And also mold. bald. You'd have to. You probably would have to be bald. <laughs> That's what he's saying. I can't think of many. You're of them. being baldest. He's in like a middle Mr. ground. Witching. He's in like a middle ground. I think. Like he's he's too big and too hefty to be like an old like like a Pierce Brosnan in this film, like a Doctor Fate. I'd say he's he's not old enough for that, but he's too old to be one of the younger, more vibrant. I, characters. I just think he looks like The Rock. He's, he's like a unique. He does certainly he's look a lot a like unique, The Rock. He's not really anything. He's just The Rock. And interestingly, The Rock has been tagged to play this character for about 15 years. So. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Thank you, Triple Witching. We love it when you reply. We love it when you hit us up. DL, do you want to wrap up the show? I do want to wrap up the show, man. And to close it out, remember to send us memes. We love oh. the uh, Star Wars meme you know with uh so with many anakin, anakin skywalker and <laughs> natalie portman i love those ones i've can, can i tell you can can I your tell best you, version of that one can i tell you one good meme that i got today yes yes let's hear fantastic it. meme sent in by one of the friends of the show today apologies i don't have your name in front of me but i did screenshot it it just says <laughs> it's literally dad jokes on instagram which makes me very happy it just says if r2 is short for r2d2 chewy is short for chewbacca and annie is short for anakin what is luke short for a stormtrooper. Now it's a really niche joke. <laughs> You've really got to know your yeah, a new hope to get that joke. I that love, is a very that. that is a very so niche, very fan friendly joke. It is. Um. So yeah, that's thank a, you that's, for listening. By the way, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending that meme. I mean, if you've got but, this far, yeah. wow. Um. And thank you to friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm for editing this episode. Yes, um, he's thank doing a you. Great bro. job. He's way better than our last editor. Way better. <laughs> uh, Me. If you are budding, <laughs> if you are a budding podcaster and are thinking of hiring a podcast engineer, 
uh, to edit your podcast. Let them look know. Look no further. Yeah, look no further. Let them know with an email to info at blissery.fm or visit blissery.fm for more information about Matt's podcast. Matt's an absolute legend. He's been a friend of the show for a long time. Thank you, Matt. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, DL. Tommy, it's been real. It's been fun. It has been real fun. Thank you, DL. Um, until next time. Tally ho. Later, skaters. <laughs> it's back. It's back. It's coming back. Thank you.